0: Welcome to Frau we where your hosts, Auden Rags. So
1: this week, um, we talk with a really fabulous skater called Little Myrda Maid. She is incredible. She um, previously played with a women's roller derby team in Dallas, um, and she recently trans- transferred to a men's roller derby team. Um, It's very confusing, but if you listen to our other episode that was released this week, we're going to talk about how that works. She is one of the co-captains for the men's roller derby team that she's on now. She also plays for... Um, Team Texas, representing the state of Texas um, in Women's Roller Derby. Um, she is a customer service manager for a startup company, um, and she is also a mom to a 15-year-old who she calls the dopest, which I have to agree. She's pretty incredible, and we hope you guys enjoy our conversation. Hi, it's Frau <laughs> Powell hi how are you doing
2: i am doing well
1: good um so we're gonna start out like nice and easy tell us a little bit about yourself
2: um well i obviously currently play for um texas news roller derby um i'm going into my eighth season Yes, my eighth season (laughs) does not feel that long. I still feel new a lot of times. I previously played uh, with Dallas Derby Devils, um, Dallas All-Stars for six seasons, and then went over to Texas Men's Roller Derby last season. I was on the board of directors for Dallas All-Star, so uh, chief operating officer. So if you've been to playoffs at Dallas, I Mm -hmm. had a hand in that. Um, I like to run tournaments and put together tournaments. Um, So I worked with the WFTDA last year on tournaments as well. Um, So that's my my thing. I like organizing people.
1: (laughs) I think that's Um, a really, that's like a highly sought after skill. I feel like derby people are like, let me just like uh, show up. So why did you decide to switch to the men's league?
2: How it started was I was actually retiring, (laughs) but I had approached, I've always been really close with uh, the men's league. I was their bench coach for the first season. So I've always been really close with them. Um, And I was like, Hey, can I come to practices? I'll pay dues and whatever, but I just want to still skate and, I was super scared. Like I would get out of shape super quickly. I mean, you go from Mm -hmm. skating three, four times a week to skating, none. Um, they kept, you know, digging at me like, you sure you don't want to, you sure you don't want (laughs) to, I don't know. All of a sudden I was like, I think that I am up for the, I think I want to try it. Mm -hmm. Um, so
1: how is it different? Because um, I mean, I, I've watched men's games, but I'm sure playing them is very different. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> um, so... The first game was the gatekeepers, actually, um, which is number one team in the MRDA. Mm -hmm. Um, It's different in that for me, I feel like the pace is different. That's that's the biggest thing for me um, that I had a hard time adjusting to. Uh, I like to play like a a slow grind game Mm -hmm. um, and the men's leagues don't necessarily like for, Texas doesn't play that game all the time. Uh, it's very fast. A lot of the jammers, uh, for the men's leagues are, are ex speed skaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's like a ton of Aaron Jackson skating. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm constantly chasing after someone. Um, the other thing, uh, I think, you know, plow stops. Uh, I love plow stops and they do not. (laughs) I really feel like that's the, that's the main difference um, in the gameplay. Like everything else to me honestly felt the same.
1: And so why um, were you thinking about retiring from the women's team? Was there any particular reason?
2: It was, you know, I, I honestly, I just got kind of tired and I burnt myself out. Like I said, with Dallas, I was, um, chief operating officer so home you know I put on the home games did the tournaments we hosted you know two playoff tournaments in the amount of time that I was there and we hosted. we had hosted our own tournament every single season um it was just a lot um I had a great time but I I wore myself out I know
0: oft off audio and everything um, you kind of talked about a little bit of your introversion and mental health being impacted by this game with odd. Um, Can you talk about that with us? Like, what was your experience? Did it, did this game like, or the games leave you feeling completely depleted?
2: It's weird. Social media, I'll say that social media allows you to create this personality and like really, I feel like I interact really well on social media. People go off of that personality that they see on social media, and they think that that's the same person that you may see in person. Um, I'm very outgoing on social media. And then when I'm in person, um, I just stick to my my areas that I know or my peoples that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you're at a tournament, so people want to come up. They want to say hi. They want to give hugs. They want to chitter-chatter and do all those Um, you know small talk which is like the number one thing that introverts are scared of absolutely Uh, (laughs) what? it's so scary (laughs) I am the same person that I am on social media I just can't quite bring it out when I'm out I'm in person with people
1: right like you said it's like so much more comfortable to be with the people that I know really well and like keep close but when I see maybe other people that um, I might know but don't Like talk to a lot I feel like I have to be like on all Mm -hmm. the time and it is that for me is like so stressful and draining and then I have to go play games and so that's also draining and so I just it's sort of like I have to choose one thing or the other it gets yes. really overwhelming. Yeah.
2: So normally most people know like before a game, I normally disappear because I will get drained very easily. So I disappear probably an hour or two before games. I have my headphones on. I try really hard not to talk and just to kind of focus myself so that I can have all my energy. Um.
1: So One thing I really, I noticed when I was watching Battle of the All-Stars was, um, and I didn't really pay attention to a lot of the other teams, um, but with Texas in particular, there is a huge amount of um, body um, and like ethnic diversity on the team, um, which is like incredible to me. Um, I mean, where we're from in New Jersey, even though we're the most diverse state technically in the country, um, our derby teams are not that diverse in terms of yeah. size and skin color. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that's like so incredible. And it made me like, I don't know, really excited about uh, derby because we like our team really needs some more like melanin and like size on. On, <laughs> and we're bringing in
0: new people yeah and that's awesome because we're bringing in different people and we're not just like this homogenized white team but like it almost seems like most of derby is white yeah what's what's that like for you like what do you how does that make you feel being an amazing skater but you're also black
2: well thank you for saying i'm amazing skater you're, um. you're welcome <laughs> we don't
0: lie here
1: we're, we we tell the much. truth
2: yes you know when i i played for dallas i was probably i think what was it like there was two black skaters i think i think it was me and my other best friend from like who we decided to try out together we were bartenders together at a bar uh (laughs) decided to try out one day um you know it was like two of us for a while and you know and still um, unfortunately there is a lack of pocs (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I can't understand how, especially where we live at, I have definitely wished that I would have spoken up more when I was there about maybe recruiting in different areas. Mm -hmm, Um, I -hmm. think that honestly, I I really feel like that's where that stems from. Mm, You know, mm -hmm. you're getting, you're going to, I'll be honest, you're going to like, breweries and, you know, um, health expo events and stuff like that. Um, and while it's not to say that black people, person of color do not go to those. I just think that there were different places that we definitely could have sought out and attempted to get more diverse and uh, more diverse ska- I mean, there's, I go to session skate, you know, weekly and, mm-hmm. I see all these people that I'm like, oh my God, they're amazing skaters. Right. Like, maybe we should be over here recruiting instead. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, I live in um, New York and there are some incredible, like, jam skaters that come out um, in the rank in, in the city. And, like, I wish that we could get, like, have them as a part of our team because these mm-hmm. people are so incredible. Like, if you can Vogue while you're on fucking skates, <laughs> like, imagine what you could yes. do when you're playing
2: Derby. Yes. Oh, my God, yes.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a really good point that I haven't really thought of before. I've thought about, like, the cost and just the fact that, like, you know, white people or black people or who whatever you look like, you tend to talk to or relate to people who look like you just mm-hmm. and, and then like also like just thinking about like combing up to people you don't know, like you're more like people are more likely to approach someone they don't know that looks like them. And I just, exactly. I hadn't thought about like the fact that it also has to do with location. Like that makes so yeah. much
0: sense. I I remember last year I I forgot who I was talking to and I was just like, We need, we need more diversity on our team. And somebody was like, well, you know, the place that we skate Morristown is actually pretty diverse. It's just that you're right. We don't, we don't tend to go into those areas and you know, we should, and because we are starting to reach out to more people, we are gaining in diversity and that's awesome. And, but like, it took a conversation of why aren't we going into these areas and why aren't we recruiting them? Because, everybody should feel the love of Derby and know what it's like to hit
2: your best friends. (laughs) Yes. It's it's a great feeling. (laughs) I I completely agree. And, and when you were talking about like the financial situation, that's Mm -hmm. definitely, that's actually, I, I do not know where I saw it recently. It's on some Derby group that they were recently talking about, you know, financial situations for Derby players and that um, POCs, not having you know that that is a big deal not having the money to be able to the expendable income to be able to play derby is so expensive Mm -hmm. yeah i mean
1: you have like you've your dues then you have like you have to cough up like if you want actual skates at least six hundred dollars and then you have pads that you're having to replace all the time and your helmet needs to be replaced like and then you're gonna drive (laughs) yeah yeah every year and then you have to drive all over the fucking country you know like it and that means that you have to be able to take time off like it's crazy it is mm-hmm. crazy
2: yes and, i mean i started derby when i was a bartender and so i didn't have time off i was a single mom mm-hmm. i think i was still in college uh and <laughs> i don't even know how i did it um but yeah, not everybody's able to do. I mean, the travel, the all that. Is so I just I wish we would also look at maybe creating scholarship programs yes. or something like that. I know yeah. there are some leagues that do that. The, um, I just I know, haven't really heard any local ones that do it.
1: I know that they have um, some for juniors. Um mm-hmm. There is, um, I think, one called Girls on the Track. Um, and oh, yeah. Yeah, they specifically target girls, and I think uh, girls from low-income areas, which I think is amazing mm-hmm. and really great. But I also think, like, on the other hand, we do need to start trying to provide that for adults as well.
2: I definitely think we need to help our own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, not even just skaters, like, you know, pulling some POCs in to, I mean, the official pool, POCs as, as officials is probably even smaller, It's definitely even smaller than skaters. But I think that it really starts with leagues really talking to themselves. Like you said, you, you talk to your league and, and brought a conversation. Um, and I think that there are many leagues that are just kind of OK with the status quo and how they're going. Um, they don't want to be like those other leagues that maybe are in turmoil or have any issues, which I don't think this is an issue, but you know, sometimes when you rock the boat a little bit, people are like, no. Um,
1: yeah, no, that's definitely a thing in Derby. And I think mostly because leagues are always trying to like float above water. And so yes. if you like change anything, that's like, it's really scary. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I was like, you know, you change something and then you maybe lose a couple members, and that mm-hmm. makes a difference to the league.
0: That mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. That that affects your rankings if you're competitive. That makes a that makes a difference money wise, you know. But, yes, but like you got to challenge the status quo because I mean, it's. Life is so much better when there's diversity for everybody, you know. It's so much better to have different viewpoints and just different bodies and different skin colors. It just, it makes the experience more valid because it's including more people that you get to enjoy your time with. Mm -hmm.
3: Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back.
0: we need to be more encompassing and encouraging of bringing people in to the world of like sports or whatever it is that feels so segregated mm-hmm. and derby feels super segregated. And on going back to like what you said about the refs, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, People already hate the refs, so to speak. Like they're,
3: they're, they're they're volunteering
0: even more of the time. They're constantly getting like, like screamed at, essentially. And they have mm-hmm. to get, it's
1: like a really complicated system. They have to put in a lot of hours.
0: Yeah. So it's like, imagine a POC who is like going in already, maybe feeling out of place and then becoming a ref where they're going to basically be constantly hated already because they're a ref.
2: I cannot even think of one in my area currently right now.
1: Yeah, I think we know, (laughs) we know one official,
2: Jerry Kill. Yeah, see, that's, that's insane to me. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah, especially, I mean, and especially in places like Texas or New Jersey, where, like, it's not, like, we don't live in Montana, where there are, like, cows and white people, like.
2: (laughs) No, it's super, I mean, Texas, it's really diverse. Yeah,
1: so I wanted to also talk to you a little bit about um, what you called Crop Top Sunday. (laughs) which i thought is like it's like super cool um rags and i talk about like body issues a lot i mean we're Mm -hmm. growing up in the world that we are in unfortunately how did you start doing that
2: um you know the crazy thing is it started actually with my team (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) my team does crop talk sunday um at games um if you go and look at any of the like Texas outlaw photos all of them have crop tops and it was a Dallas thing too yeah um, we started at practice um and I never was really into it you look at Instagram and you see all those like Instagram models and everything yeah. <laughs> they are their flat tummies with their little tops on <laughs> and I have you know stretch marks I had a baby my stomach it just has never been the same and I've never been able to get it anywhere close to where it was. But I also had her when I was 18. So who has their 18 year old stomach?
1: That's fair. Um, yeah, that's a very that's a very that's,
0: high expectation. That's very good point.
2: <laughs> but see, the thing is, I have to rem- I do have to remind myself that. Yeah. And yeah. and that's a constant thing for me is like telling me like I, you're not going to get go back all the way there. I finally was just like, I'm going to do this crop top thing and I'm going to show off my stretch marks because I think they're sexy. So <laughs> um, that's how the crop top Sunday started for me. And now I literally think I wear crop tops. all. I, I think most of my shirts are crop tops mm-hmm. uh, at Battle of the All-Stars. Uh, that. Texas jersey that I was wearing was the first like jersey that I owned that was a crop top that I specifically got made as a crop top, and I was even self conscious at Battle of All Stars. Like I haven't even looked at the photos yet because I am, for me currently, I'm heavier than I've been in the last couple years because I'm not skating as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Crop Top Sunday is just like this thing for myself to get myself out of my comfort zone. Um, <laughs> Tell myself it's it's all right that, you know, I had a baby and I'm so cool and I can wear a crop top.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> like That's what I think is so fucking cool. Like you or you played games in a crop top. I know that I'm an average size human, but I'm still terrified to wear a crop top. Well, according to the Chub Club, everybody... It's a crop top body. I know. I I ordered a crop top, so maybe then I'll wear it.
2: (laughs) So I just started cutting my shirts. All my practice shirts are crop tops now. Oh my (laughs) gosh!
1: So if I ever decide
2: I don't want to be in the crop top gang, like I'm gonna have to buy a lot of new clothes. Yes, Um, for the time being, (laughs) you're about to see a lot of my stretch marks all season. (laughs) And I didn't do it like to make myself like lose weight or anything. I just wanted myself to be okay. Like one, I wanted people to look at my stretch marks and and I wanted it to just be normal Mm
0: -hmm.
2: around one. I skate around, obviously, all men, you know. So I, in practice, I I mean, I haven't, they don't say anything, but sometimes I'm like fiddling around with the stuff, like trying to cover them up. And then I look around, I'm like, no, you were fine. Stop adjusting and just get out there and go skate.
0: Yeah, well, I know that like you're doing it for yourself, but the impact that it's having on other people, you know, I'm not the only person that saw you play in a crop top. And at first I was like, is she, like, is she really playing in a crop top? And I'm like, yeah, she is. Damn, she looks good playing in a crop top. So, like, you know, I just want you to know that, you know, what you're doing for yourself, people are seeing and empathizing and reacting in a positive way.
2: No. Dang, yeah. that's that's really dope. Yeah. I really appreciate that because I struggle a lot with looking at those stretch marks. It's, it's been a really long time of trying to love that. And I still am not there, not even close. And I don't know if I'll ever get there, but I hope that one day I won't look at them every other day and say, I want a mommy makeover or something ridiculous like that to myself. You yeah, know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you do you ever um, like the things that you think about yourself and your your stretch marks and everything? Do you like center yourself around your daughter? Like, do you watch how you talk about yourself around her? So this way, you hope like maybe to break the cycle with her.
2: Yeah. You know, the funny thing is (laughs) she's 5'9". So she's almost, I'm 5'11". She's almost as tall as me. Probably could do little runway modeling. Like she, you know, she's very fit, athletic, you know, Can eat anything and everything, obviously, because you're 15 and you're awesome. Yeah. Got that (laughs)
1: metabolism. metabolism,
2: Your metabolism's so dope. (laughs) So she was talking about like sitting down and she had some some rolls and like she was like, that was gross. And I was like, do you think that anybody can sit down and not have rolls? Like you're literally sitting. Like, what do you mean? She'll say like she's fat or something like that. And I'm like, Well, if you were, you'd be fine. Right. (laughs) We just need to make sure you're healthy. Um, Besides that, I can't imagine being a teenager now um, with everything that goes on via social media and the images that they have to see and how they feel like they should look. Hopefully for her, I'm showing her like positive images, you know, of how we should think about ourselves that some days we, you know, she knows that some days I'll, I'll look and I'll be like, I don't think these pants fit. (laughs) And she'll tell me like, yeah, I don't know if they do, but I let her know, like there are days we are going to, you know, not feel so great about our body, but we need to be able to pick ourselves back up and and be okay with what we have.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like for me playing derby was, like, a really big part of sort of really trying to turn it around beyond, like, having these, like, conversations and sort of paying lip service to it. Mm-hmm. Like, seeing, like, how my body could be really, could be strong. Like, besides just, like, lifting re- weights or, like, going running, like, I could see that I was, like, hitting someone, you know, um, or keeping keeping someone from, like, passing me. And that, yes. to me, has been, like such a big part of my journey with my body like appreciating that it yeah like there's such tangible evidence to see what it can do and I don't know it's made me like really proud to sort of like live in my own skin
2: I love that I mean you know what the funny thing is like when I started derby I was even the issues with my body I was even jealous of people who were shorter than me because I was like Tall bodies are not made for derby, which I still think sometimes it's terribly difficult to be tall in derby because you have to bend so much lower. Yes. (laughs) Your knees are not, my knees are not good enough for that. (laughs) Maybe that's why I play men's derby because they're taller than me. So I don't have to go. That's that's fair. (laughs) You know, when I was, you know, when I was playing for Dallas and stuff, looking at some of the other bodies and like the people who were shorter and able to like, they were able to get up under people and get up under their thighs. And I was like jealous of even that just, I wanted a couple inches knocked off (laughs) or I wanted, you know, I wanted more hips because I am pretty slim. I don't have, you know, a ton of hips. So Mm. it's a constant, uh, it's constant, unfortunately. Um, but I feel like I am slowly but surely like finding, I guess, coping mechanisms, Mm -hmm. which the crop top is it's what i've got right that's all i've got right now
1: (laughs) you know it's working it's okay don't fix it if it's not broke exactly Exactly.
0: is there anything else that you want to talk on
2: i just got a sponsorship yeah i told them i was like i'm doing this podcast so you have to uh you have to talk about you i had to put it in uh or they wanted to do an article on my switch from MRD from WFTA to MRD. And I was like, Mm -hmm. well, actually I'm doing a podcast on it. (laughs) So let's plug that. I really appreciate this talk. Just FYI, this has been really good. I I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was, it was amazing to have you. And thank you so much for just sort of going out on a limb and um, talking to people you don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, I hopefully, I like run into you guys. Yeah. I'm so sad that you were at Boda's and I like didn't get to meet you in person. But I really wasn't talking to anybody. So no,
0: under, understandable. <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. We're we're both huge introverts, so going out and talking to people that even if we fangirl over them, we're like, oh my god, do we have to say something?
2: Yeah. I'm really trying to figure out. I really want to focus on this season on. Figuring out how to get out of that. This was by far, Botus was by far the worst it has been. And I don't know if it's because I wasn't with like my regular team. When I travel, I'm so used to being with like, you know, Dallas or with Texas men, people that I'm with all the time. Like team Texas is made of people that I honestly, people I don't know as well. Mm-hmm. Um while I know them, you know, from a couple practices, it's not the same as somebody that you see every week. So I don't know if I felt like I didn't have my security blanket.
1: I'm not great at small talk <laughs> either. So
2: Oh my gosh, small talk is so tough. And it sinks cuz it's like you know, you talk, I talk to these people online. A lot of the people I saw at BODAs and stuff, mm-hmm. like, you know, we're talking ahead of time and we're so excited to see each other and stuff. And then when I see them, I'm like, I am excited to see you, I swear, but I just don't want to walk over there. <laughs> and I just, I want to figure out, you know, how to, to shake myself out of that so that when I get home, I'm not regretting that I didn't you know, go and hang out with these people and create memories and stuff like those are the type of, That's the anxiety talking afterwards, you know, is telling me, like, I missed out on stuff and, you know, I should have done this or I didn't do this. uh, You know, this conversation was weird. Yeah. (laughs) Conversations are weird.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, seriously, you're just yeah, you're replaying a lot of the conversations that Rags and I have. It's a little eerie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It's just I go home from like tournaments or even practices and stuff, and I will replay play stuff over and over I'm like was this interaction good did yeah. I do it right yep
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: and I'm like one. Day, how do I figure out how to not dwell on these things I haven't quite I haven't quite got there yet well, hopefully
1: when you figure it out um, <laughs> let just us pa- know. yeah pass that on <laughs> I would love to know So, Thanks for listening to us We hope you learned a little bit something about Derby if you're not familiar Um, And if you're still A little confused be sure you listen to our Other episode that we released this week We will give you the Lowdown on all things Derby Um, But we hope you enjoyed all the in between parts too Uh, We had a lot of fun Recording this episode Um, Yeah, and if you want to give us any feedback, we would love if you would rate and subscribe and send us emails if you feel so obliged at frowpowpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Podcast. And as always, don't Don't be be a dick.
0: dick.